This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of God himself, Steve Shermer, for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Best bets and predictions. I think we got some live stuff. I got a couple of rando tales of uh, the British masters. And uh, this is Steve's last betting show. Sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, not forever. Just for like, you know, a month, maybe a week or so. So I Vegas is setting the line of my return to um, the BMW championship. I like it, which is, I think, second week of August. So uh, but the juice is unfortunately on the over. So (laughs) it's it might be be like last year where you said that you were just not going to do tour championship uh, content. And I said, oh, (laughs) hell no, you are. And then yeah. uh, I showed up and just yelled about the tour championship and yelled at you and yelled at the uh, the Delaware uh, hotel uh, meeting that ended up meeting absolutely nothing <laughs> seven months later. So, uh, but yeah, that. yep. But yep. Listen, uh, tonight, the betting show is going to be basically the old country buffet uh, betting <laughs> shows. We got a little bit of everything. We got Rock and Morris Classic. We got Liv. You got British Masters. I got some weird, crazy prop because this is my last uh, betting like show for it. a little bit. Might as well go bigger, but go home. So I am very excited to uh, break it down and get into a couple fights with you about a couple players that you think stink. Uh, it's just going to be a classic golf gambling podcast uh, episode tonight. Love it. Well, it's like funny. I told my wife last night, and I was like, fuck. I was like, I walked in, and I was like, I got to fucking start lining up guests because these last shows tomorrow. She's like, what do you mean his last shows tomorrow? I was like, fucking last shows tomorrow. She's like, why aren't you more upset? I was like, oh, it's just because he's having the baby. She's like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think I, th- I think the show would end. I mean, we're a package. That's what I told, right? told her. I was like, I just wouldn't do it anymore. She's like, what do you mean you wouldn't do it anymore? I was like, I wouldn't do it anymore. Yeah, well, I, I just I declared on Discord the other day that if, uh, if Keegan won, you're going to be way too sad to continue with the show. At that point, the show's over because, you know, you go, I go. Yeah. No, no, yeah. but I'm happy for the for the Ryder Cup thing. And he's my boy. So, like, even if I don't win money on him, like, I'm happy. Well, uh, before and, like, I mean, you were, before- you weren't able you weren't able to see what I sent Cam because you're not on the Twitter spaces. But uh, so Keegan took the actual Travelers trophy, which he's not supposed to take. He's only supposed to take a replica. And he's like, I got a message for the Travelers. And he put and he cut in the scene uh, from Ben Affleck in the town when he's talking to the uh, the florist. Uh, he's like, Listen, you know where I live if you want to come around. And he spits off the he spits off the address. He's like, You can come get it if you want it. And I was like, Yeah, Keegan, fuck yeah, baby. That's, That's pretty good. Uh, how do you feel about him drinking Sam Adams out of the trophy, though? I mean, whatever, dude. That's yeah, fine. seems like there's probably a better. View I don't think that. it was actually. Did, did he say it was Sam Adams? It was this stupid Golf Digest guy who thought it was Sam Adams, or he was even just saying it was Sam Adams. Because I don't know, it was clickbait. Him. That's what they all. That's what they all ran with. I mean, I don't know. I don't, the only New England beer I drink is Harpoon. Was it Harpoon? I think. Uh, I see, yeah, Harpoon is the ba- the big brewery there. It's a big one. It's not the biggest. Well, like, it's well, good. like well, I like their craft. IPA. Craft, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I used to drink. I used to drink Sam. I used to drink like Narragansett, which is fucking trash beer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like some Sam's good. Like the summer ale's okay every once in a while. I used to love the Winnebago, but then my taste buds changed. So I can't drink that shit no more. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I was in college, Sam Adams was a treat. 
And this was before the IPAs and oh yeah, yeah. we were trying to infuse rose petals into uh, pilsners and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, now Sam Adams is definitely a run of the mill beer. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely domestic at most bars. Oh, of course it is. It it used to not be. They used to be like, hey, you know, so domestics does that include Sam? They'd be like, no, no, no. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, well, yeah, it's I'll take the middle light. Yeah, we, we would never use Sam Adams for uh, beer pong. It would always be Keystone oh. Light. And But the Sam Adams, though, that was the celebration beer. That's right. That point. There you go. Good. All right. All yeah. right. With that, why don't we take our first break? Uh, and then we actually get into our betting cards, our crazy betting cards of the week. I mean, you keep saying crazy. Mine's pretty fucking normal. Uh, um. Listen, bird dogs, man. I've been talking to you guys about these for weeks now. It's it's about to turn July, July 4th. So you're going to need a good pair of shorts, whether you're going to the beach, whether you're going to watch fireworks, you're dragging your kids down to the beach or on some long weekend vacation. Uh, and they make you look good. Um, and they do the same exact thing Lululemon does, but they fit better. They're not made of stiff, restricted cotton. They use cloud knit fabric that looks like the just like khaki, but stretches. So it makes you feel better. Plus, they use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric, which is the only way to have shorts, especially if you live in a hellhole state like Florida, like I do in the summertime. It's an absolute swamp down here. They call it that for a reason. It's miserably hot. You need shorts like this. So uh, if you live down here, you live anywhere uh, where you want to look good and uh, feel good, go to birddogs.com slash pool. Enter promo code pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool pool for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise okay there we go all right outright bets do you want to go first you want me to go first i mean i'll just give you the one guy that i have that's under 60 to one how's that (laughs) okay (laughs) let's go (laughs) lay it on me big boy so i was gonna bet ricky like i said and then the number i I still could have got him at a 16 and he went to 14 i can't i just can't do it if ricky wins i'll be happy just like i was happy for for Keegan, if you're gonna, hold on, so, hold on. If you're going to bet yeah. at 16, what's the difference between 16 and 14? Because Morikawa is at 16, and I just like Morikawa's approach play better, and I think he can have a spike putting week. Okay. And yeah, I mean that's just basically it. I'm just choosing Morikawa over Fowler. Plus, everybody's fucking on him, and I know I said I was going to try to mush narrative street by putting money on him, but that never works when you do it on purpose. So I'm just going to go about how I would normally bet and take Kawa and his approach game really, really solid. I don't know. We'll see if the we'll see if the putter works. I was impressed by him at least grinding back on Friday. Um, and like we said, he was in the mix a couple weeks before that too. So yeah, fuck it, man. Like it's a shitty field. Give me give me the best, if not if not the best, one, top two or three approach players in this field. Well, I, I, he's definitely the best player uh, approach player in the field. Definitely the best player under one fifty in this field. Uh, let me ask you a question though: Are you subconsciously trying to set up you motherfucking him on Thursday and Friday, like you have for the last three months about him having a fake open and fake wins and kind of soft and? So you gotta, is this what you do? Because you do this a lot, by the way. So you got to remember, man. Like I try to have a short memory with betting, other than guys who have like really, really hurt me, or like guys I really, really dislike. I don't dislike Morikawa, right? Like he, he hasn't done anything where I'm like, fuck that dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, we can go back through our text messages. You know that what is, I mean? That is that is not true. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like a real fuck you, not like a regular like ah fuck you for blowing my first round leader or fuck you for this. Like a real like I fucking like I I despise you. You know what I mean? Like okay. I just don't like anything about you. There's only a handful of golfers on the, on that, and even then I'll still better every once in a while. But yeah, I, I try not to. Uh, I try not to let my biases uh, go. And dude, this is such a fucking coin flip. Like I don't know anything. 
Tampa here. I'll take Morikawa. You know, whatever, man. I'll take I'll take what I who I think is probably the best golfer in the field at this point. At sixty eight, when the best golfers have been six to eight to one. So fuck it. We'll see what happens. Okay. Uh well I also had Morikawa. Uh eighteen <laughs> nice. to one, by the way. So I beat you on the number. Oh, but, shocking. Yes. I mean, look, I I, I I think I tipped my hand last night with Morikawa. Um, his putting has been better lately. This myth that he can't get to twenty under to win. Well, he should have won Kapalua. He finished second to Summit Club. So he definitely is capable of doing that. Uh, obviously, gray from under 150, couple wins on bent POA surfaces. Yeah, I, I, I think with how Morik, I think there's evidence the last three weeks that Morikawa is on the verge of doing something really good. And a couple of his wins have come when he hasn't had any form, anyways, like before the Open, before concession, before uh, workday when he won that. So he definitely doesn't need form in order to win. So, yeah, Morikawa is the first guy on my card this week. Like it. All right. Who, All right. What, what are some other shorter guys you got? Uh, well, Max Homa, 21 to 1. So gross. How can you have Morikawa and Homa? 14 and 21. Well, Everybody because, else better be a long shot. Well, I only have four guys on my card, and the other, other two are above 50. Fine. Fine. Gross. Max okay. Homa. All right. Stinks. All right. Stinks. Fine. Why does he stink? But here you go. Because <laughs> he's ahead of Keegan in the Ryder Cup standings. And oh, it's so okay. facto he's now my enemy. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. This, I told you this last night. So is Patrick Cantlay. I guess he's. Yeah, fuck enemy. Patrick Cantlay. I always hate him. Okay. <laughs> I guess I, I guess that was a yeah. bad retort. That's like, what is that? Like, of course I don't like Patrick Cantlay. So, I mean, all right. So let's take a look. Right. So obviously he puts really well on Poa. I know it's a Poa mix, but I read a couple things where. It's actually more Poa, right? Am I am I right yeah, about that? It, it is. It is. Well, you so that's, heard that's, you heard me say it on Sunday. It's eighty percent. Okay, there you yes. go. Okay, so let's see, that's yes. where it came from. So look, I mean, obviously that's an advantage for him. You know, he wasn't horrific uh, last week or even the week before that, right? Bad around the green. You're dead around here if you're missing around around the green anyway. Um, I don't know. He's been pretty neutral off the tee for the most part. I don't know, man. He, he just. I mean, I know you said Silverado derp derp, but I think. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't see this as a home of course. I just don't see it. And, I'm, I'm, and I told you, I'm like, I think I'm just done. I'm just playing him at home of courses. Okay. I mean, I see a course where he makes a lot of birdies. He can do that. I see a lot of course where he can, um, you know, hit his short irons really good. I see a course where he's had spike putting weeks. I'll take Homa. I mean, did you think this place was a Tony Finau course before he won last year? That's uh, a fair point. Fair yeah. point. So I'll go with Max Homa at that price. I mean, I guess I did because I bet him that week. So yes, I did think it was a Tony Fino course. Oh, that's that is true. You did. You did. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I might have gotten lucky, but <laughs> yes. Normally I would not I would not make this uh a Finau course in my brain. That is that is probably true. I mean, well, hold on. You so you bet Finau back to back? Uh, did I have him the first? I don't think I had him because he won three M first, and then he won Rocket Horse the next week. I, I, I think I had him at Rocket, not the three M. Okay. Maybe it was backwards. Hmm. All right, interesting. Maybe. Well, I wasn't on those shows, so that could have happened. I have to go back and listen. Maybe I had him on the three M and not the Rocket because I don't think I was betting back to back winners. That you probably weren't. Yeah, I bet you I had him at the fucking three M. Yeah, I, I think you did. That makes so, more sense. Okay, that does make more sense. All we right, got, so um, what? we got American Wasp <laughs> asking questions. Uh, did we already talk about Fowler? We could talk about Fowler. And then BK. We kinda, I mean, we kind of already did, right? Yeah. I, 
Yes, kind of. And then BK's in here because like he's not doing a show this week. He's taking this week off. He took the wrong week off, BK. It's uh, it's John Deere week. You got to take off, brother. Yeah, yeah. BK, have you seen the field of John Deere? He's he's just he's he's sad because he said he was going to retire from golf if uh, if his first round leader was taken by uh, Danny McCarthy. Oh no, he was he was on Keegan last week for first round leader. He was. Oh he boy. Was. Oh BK, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I, I know you miss out on the outright, but I didn't know about the first round leader there. He, he, he said it, he took a great fucking uh, he's so good at Twitter. I wish I was good at Twitter. He took a picture of himself like in a hoodie in the shower just getting fucking rained on. <laughs> I fucking laughed for like 10 minutes. It was fucking great. You know, at least you won that. At least you That's won right. That okay. he, won, he won the Twitter. Alright, so we're both on Morikawa. I have Homa as well and now we're going north of 50. So, well you're going north of 60. Yes, well so, it's, right on the, it's right on the button. Right on the button. Okay. All right, you want me to go with my 55 to 1 guy then? Yeah, get your 55. Okay. Uh, Steven Yeager, 55 to 1. And okay. like he, it just seems like every week something in his game has been just horrible. But he's had some spike off the tee weeks lately. He's had some spike iron weeks lately. He's had some spike parting weeks late, uh, lately. Uh, he's been pretty good from under 150, decent birdie rates. And he d- did well last year with a fifth place finish. So um, I'll take Jaeger 55 to one. He's added some distance. And apparently if that's the bomber narrative that everybody's going to go with this week, uh, fine. That satisfies that criteria. So 55 to one on Steven Jaeger. There you go. That was, such a, that was such a begrudging fine, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll play along with your stupid fucking. I mean, I mean, Steven Jaeger 55 to one is gross, but Hey, it's kind of a gross week week. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I know Morikawa sucks, BK. I'm just, uh, listen, man. It just is what it is at this point. Like, whatever. I'm going to bet loses every fucking week. So this is what okay. it is. Jaeger. Right. <laughs> he might. All right. Well, which is 60? Neither the, are my guys. Yeah, I'm, exactly. Yeah. Which Neither 60 to one guys. loser are you going to bet next? Smalley. <laughs> he's, he's not winning. Smalley's <laughs> definitely not winning. So, so he's actually he's trending in the right direction. His irons in his approach game. Are fucking Did you listen to anything I said last night? I did, and that's why I was like, you know what? Let me dig in a little deeper. Let me see if I can go the other way. And look at that. I could. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's trending in the right direction. He was a guy that we were betting at tougher fields at this fucking number. Um, okay. just not the, I mean, top 25, now a T10 at the Travelers. That was a tough thing. His putter is fucking negligible is what you want with him. Uh, his irons are definitely are definitely trending right. And that's what you want here. And he's, he's mediocre here. Uh, or not mediocre here, but mediocre, like 150 to 125. And we pull it up. Like, I mean, yeah. he's in the top, he's he, in the he's top actually, third. He's actually pretty bad under 150. Uh, no, sir. Not in 36 rounds. I don't care about your nine year fucking average. Oh, okay. 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 I don't so, care about so your in nine the last, year average. So in the last like nine shots, he's had, he's been good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. Uh, okay. It's be- it's better than what happened nine years ago, which has no matter. It's like it's like it's like these football announcers or baseball announcers. They're like, well, back in 1987 when these two teams met, it's like it doesn't fucking matter what they did ten years ago. It makes it makes no fucking matter. So, okay. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck with Alex Small. Oh yeah, this one's on fire. But I almost just I almost did it out of spite. I think because I knew it was your last show. <laughs> okay. All right. Finish out the rest of your card. Who else you got? So I only got two other guys. Uh, we said it last night. Uh, you said you looked at it and, and acknowledged it and moved past it. It was still hanging at 110 today. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, Jez Reevy, man. I don't give a shit. He just came in second. Uh, obviously, he didn't get hot with his putter. He did it for three days, not four. But 110 for a guy 
almost won an elevated event last week. Um, yeah, I think he's mispriced in DK, although I think he's probably better outright than a, than a DK play. But yeah, I mean, I know his, his course history here is not great, right? Like, I mean, he's got cut here the last two times he's played. And he's a putter guy, but dude, he's 110 to one. In second, you know, last week, he's fine. Who else am I going to bet down here at 110? Who cares? They're all fucking whatever. He's, he's okay. I mean, dude, his fucking irons were good last week, which is shocking. Um, mm-hmm. he's, sh- he's shitty off the tee, but it don't matter here. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, Reavy should be good at this track. Uh, especially with how well, especially how, with how well he's been putting lately. And yeah, yeah, it just hasn't really panned out for him. I mean, he has had problems with the putter for the last couple of years or so. Yeah. So maybe the yeah, no, I know that was the, well. Isn't that so crazy? That's what we always used to say about Reedy. He just couldn't fucking putt, and now yeah. all he can do is fucking putt. Yeah, that and hit wedges. So, all right, that's not uh, that's not bad. All right, who's the last guy on your on your card? And then I'm just a complete fucking square, and I'm going back to Doug Kim. <laughs> he looked good, man. He's trending right. I don't give a shit. The uh, like it, he's he's one twenty five. He's one twenty five to one. Like. It doesn't matter. Like, it, like it's one twenty-five to one. If he ends up hitting, fucking great. He's definitely, <coughs> excuse me. He's definitely trending in the right direction. Like everything he looks is. good. He's doing everything well. But it's Doug Gim. I know he's not going to win. But at one twenty-five to one, I think it's I think it's just a fucking misprice when you got scrubs at fucking sixty-five to one and guys who legitimately have no shot at winning. Like Gim at least has a kind of a shot to win. Like if he if he puts if he keeps doing what he's doing in a wheat field like this, I can see him on Sunday. Maybe he melts on Sunday, but you know, maybe at least give me the sweat on one twenty five to one, like all those guys who had like three hundred one reading tickets did last week. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean look, you know, Doug Gim has had a whopping three opportunities over the last two <laughs> years to win an event. So uh yeah. I I, I I definitely can understand just flocking to Doug Gim. All right, fine, fine. So how many uh, how many times has Shank been in the in the mix? Fucking, I, at, I didn't. At seventy I didn't, to one. Actually, Sh- actually, Shank has been in the mix nine times. It's, I actually looked at Shank hard this week. Uh, dude, I so everything looks like he's gonna be good. I think I just cut him from my year long. He just fucking he stinks. He, he so missed here's the last two so cuts. here's the thing with him. He does he his his birdie rates suck, and he sucks under one fifty. Like, like it's like it's. I really, really, really wanted to bet Adam Shank because he has been close, like at Colonial in Innisbrook, but that's not really these places. And I, I ended up passing on him. So, so what's funny is I don't know if they were talking about Shank prior because I now I have the streamyard and a different thing. So I was looking at my stats. So I randomly picked Shank out and then I pulled it back up. And fucking Brian was talking about you're missing on Shank. And then Matt Gannon had the correct response. Shank has a negative chance because he fucking okay. stinks. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I only have one more guy on my card. Uh, I bet Hadwin 75 to one. So the iron play has been really good lately. Really good putter on Bent Poa. He has a fourth place finish here. A couple good results at places like Summerlin and Silverado where you hit a lot of birdies there. You know, the putter hasn't been all that good the last few tournaments, but before that he was putting really well. So I feel like if he has the iron game kind of trending in the right direction, can get on a surface, he's been really good putting on any track where he's had a you know top 10 before. 75-1 for Adam Hammond for a guy who's been around the block. A lot of these guys when popping up it for like non like big favorite winners have a little bit of win equity, a little bit of, you know, they're veterans kind of. So that kind of fits the profile of a guy who would win this type of event out of kind of nowhere. So had to win 75 to one. That's the last guy in the card. Yeah, perfectly fine with that. Okay. All right. Uh, and he's actually, and he's actually Canadian. Unlike Patrick Rogers, apparently. 
Yes, I had to. Uh, I had to give you a little uh, geography lesson last night on that. All right. Well, I'm, I'm good at geography. Go I just I'm just bad at identifying people. I thought Kokrak was from Texas. He's actually from Canada. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Thought. Yeah. I yeah. We, we, we should cool. we should play Canadian or not then. With you. Yeah, I'm really bad at identifying Canadians because they because they mix in very easily. They're very sneaky. They're gonna take over at some point. All right, we're gonna Canadian bacon. Do you remember that movie? Yes, I do remember that movie. Okay, so, all right. I mean, when I come back for the tour championship, we're gonna need something to talk about because there's only four guys who can actually win the tour championship based on the stupid bullshit format <laughs> they run out. So maybe we'll play Canadian or not with Boston Capper Fine. Uh, to fill about great. five minutes of uh, airtime. Michael Bublé is Canadian. I know that he right? is. He is. I think. Right. So yeah. All right. Let's say We're before the ad read. I can't want to don't drop the F bomb during the ad read. Rory fucked me last weekend. Needed him to finish top five and he came up a stroke short. Welcome to betting on Rory, sir. Nothing but a fucking disappointment. Yeah. Uh yeah. American Wasp, uh, our support meeting is every Wednesday uh for uh, guys <laughs> who get boned by Rory. And uh it was a very crowded meeting last week. So uh, come join. It's a sure. it's a safe space space. So, so this guy's from Wellesley. I think he's trying to tell me he went to Roxbury Latin. I'm assuming that's what uh, was it, RL means. So, uh, so I'm from Brockton um, and Brockton and Quincy. Okay. Um, All right. So I'll well, take a quick break and uh, then we'll. Uh, yeah, sure. Some other it. stuff. Yep. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here and Underdog Fantasy has given away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season layer props so many ways to win over an underdog and underdog is available in so many states head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code sgpn for 100 deposit bonus up to 100 bucks that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn okay all right let's go over matchups uh that you just fade everything i pick yeah so Ooh, uh, pam anderson is canadian I fucking okay all right about why don't i go first with my first matchup so Steve's so annoyed. Keep, keep the comments coming to keep the show off the rails to, to irritate Steve. <laughs> Try to keep it on the rails for the last show for a little bit. All right. All right. Um, my first matchup that you should fade immediately. Uh, so look, I actually kind of like both guys. I like Justin. Suh. I like Thomas Dietrich this week. I just don't trust Dietrich though. And yeah. he's, re he's really oh, up and down. Like he should be a lot better. He should be a good course fit for this place, but I'm just going to take Justin Suh, a guy who can actually make a putt. Um, so I'll take Suh, minus 110 over Dietrich. That's the first matchup. Fine. I'm fine with that, but I guess. Dietrich's my guy, but he's not going to win. He never wins. That's Dietrich. He just no. doesn't fucking win. Uh, my first matchup, super easy. I always pick uh, a matchup at the top. That way I know it's going to be at least on fucking TV um, so I can sweat it. So I took Morikawa, who's even money over Tony Finau. Morikawa's irons are far and away better uh better than uh females right now i mean it's fucking insane like it, it, it it's crazy like his irons really have fallen fallen off never mind his putter like tony Finau was so good with his irons up until like the last like what do you say like four weeks would you say yeah and then kind of fell up the map remember when you were saying he was the best iron player in the world right and now he's yeah, yeah so like whatever give it me was like when daniel, it was like when daniel berger was the best iron player in the world for a little bit and we all were like no, i mean in actuality if my life was depending on it i would not let daniel berger hit an iron shot yeah 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 yeah. i agree so and listen i'm getting even money like a fine fuck it give it to me all day long and I, that's what i always look for in those matchups i look for the plus money or even money and and yes american yes brockton uh has way more street cred than fucking uh wellesley i have scars all over my body to prove it okay <laughs> All right, so my second matchup is a guy who uh, our producer 
uh, really likes. It's one of his boys. Um, Sam Bennett's in a matchup against Webb Simpson. And I kind of like Sam Bennett for this week. I mean, he drives it really well. I, it, in order to get a lot of birdie opportunities, you got to be in the fairway. Really good putter, too. So, yeah, his iron play has been a little deficient so far, but he's been okay from under 150. So, kind of like Sam Bennett a little bit this week. And he's paired up against just cooked, dead Webb Simpson. And I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm just not going to back Webb, even though 10 years ago, this could be a golf course for him. He's actually done well at this place, but... Uh, I'll take Sam Bennett, who I think is on the Ascension. Uh, I like him for a fifth this place over Webb, who at best probably finishes what, like T52? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I like that. I actually like that. The corpse of Webb. We just talked, we talked about that off the air or on the air last night. I can't fucking remember. Uh, probably uh, last night. Yeah. We talked about a lot of guys last night. Yeah. Uh, and so, fine. BK, you want, it's fine. 100 bucks. Fucking, you want fucking Tony Finau over Colin. That's fine. 100 bucks. Straight up. I won't even charge you the juice. <laughs> fucking coward keep losing money to me that's what that's what all these bets do head-to-heads let's go okay all right what's your next head-to-head then uh so uh, i i need to get on ludwig somehow uh and i'm not i'm not betting him to win outright period at this number like i'll catch him at a deeper number at some point um and, and so he's only laying minus 115 uh over chris kirk we talked about him last night like what the fuck is wrong with him he's missed his last three cuts uh he should play well here um, I'm going to take the young kid who's a stud versus the recovering alcoholic who somehow stumbled into a win uh, and has since uh, not played well. Yep. Okay. Saw the grimace. Saw the grimace. Knew it would come. That was a you know, I, you know, I, I've used that argument as a way to support Chris Kirk on this show. We are always supportive of people who are in recovery from addiction. Yes, absolutely. Dude, definitely. I've been to rehab. Yeah. yeah. So... Look, I, I, unfortunately, though, it seems like he's picked up Jason Day's playbook of getting the win and then just mailing it in because he has his tour card for the next two years. So, um, yeah, back on the that. sauce too. the way he's playing. You don't know. You know what I mean? <sighs> so uh, allegedly. Let's not throw that around. <laughs> so. All right. So my favorite right, BK, BK, BK booked the bet. I want that on record. He's taking right, Finau so, over Morikawa. All right. So my third matchup is it's just a blanket fade. And I'm going to go back to the well of just blindly fading Akshay Batia, who everybody seems <laughs> to love. And I'm just going to update just the ledger for you. So his best results this year have all come in past Palom at the Bahamas, Grant Eczema, the Great Abaco, in Puerto Rico, at Corrales, and Mexico Open. And then these are his results on everywhere that's not past Palom. You got T68, the cut, 56, T43, Cut, cut, T46, cut, T49, cut, cut. So I'm just going to go back to the well again with this and just say that, look, until Akshay Batia can actually play in a place that isn't past Palom, fade the shit out of him in any matchup. I like it. Okay. There you go. I like it. All right. What's your, what's, what's your last one? I thought, oh, I got four. Okay. Uh, four. All right. So I got, so I took, so I took Smalley, uh, over Taylor Moore. Uh, look, uh, I had to, I think I still have Taylor Moore on my year long team. Um, I just don't think he's right. I think since he won, he's just kind of fucking mailed it in. He has not looked good his last three weeks and even at the PGA. I kind of want to, I'll throw out a major for him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everything is down, man. Everything is down for him. And it's really not close. It's like he looks like he's lost it. And he's a guy who, Looked like he's lost it before, and it takes him a while to kind of pull out of that tailspin. Um, and like I said, I like Smalley this week uh, just for the fact that, um, 
you know, well, look, I mean, sometimes you look at DK and the betting market for, for a little difference. And, you know, Smalley is definitely moving in the right direction um, compared to him. And it's minus 105. So, yeah, basically fucking even money. I'll take that all day. Okay. All right. You want to move on to positionals? Oh, my last one. Oh, uh, Gim. Last one. Yeah, I took. So I, I wanted to get Gim on my card again because I don't actually think he's going to fucking win. Um, oh, shit. I have another spot too. I'm too. I'm too in on Gim this week. Uh, you are so very. Have, that's yeah. that's not a good thing to be over leveraged. It's one of those things where like you look and you're like, oh fuck. Like I'm writing down my bets. I'm pulling up the the books and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Oh shit, he's here too. One of those. But anyway, uh, so I whatever. I got Gim over uh, Brandon Wu. Um, you know, whatever. He looked good too. Ouch. I like yeah. Brandon with this week. I, I think he's fine. Like, I don't I just think Gim's gonna gonna play better. Um his worst mm-hmm. putting surface is Poa. He did not putt well last week, missed the cut, played well uh at RBC when he gained seven strokes putting. Um, you know, he has these spikes putting weeks, but they look like they come every three or four weeks. And other than that, you know, he played well at Mexico. Like, I don't know. Like I just think Gim is I just think Gim is going to play better. So I fucking did it. Same thing. It's fucking even money. So uh, that's what I'm looking for uh, in those matchups. So where at least where it's where I view it as slightly better than a coin flip. If I'm getting even money, then so be it. Okay. Look, listen, I will grant you that Brandon Wu's worst surface is Ben Pella, but you know who's worse? Doug Gim. <laughs> so, listen, don't let, don't let facts get in the way of my argument. I, I'm, I'm, you know what? Listen, nobody's going to be able to check you for about a month or so. So I got to get oh, this you will. I can. Don't worry. I'll, I, whenever you text me, I'll always come back on the show and be like, Steph, uh, Steve angrily texted me about. Yes. And it'll be at 3 15 in the morning after I've been puked on for the fourth uh, time in yeah, an hour. Exactly. So, all exactly. right. Uh, positionals. Why don't you go first with some top 20s or top 10? Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. So my top twenties. I mean, look, they're all pretty simple. So um, I bet uh, our our producer's boy Carson Young uh, at plus three fifty, no dead heat. Top twenty. Uh, he should play well here. He's he's top twenty two of his last four, two of his last five. Much weaker field. Um, plotters definitely can and go here, and he can definitely uh, make a bunch of birdies. So I think you know plus three fifty is perfectly fine for him. Again, uh, for all the reasons I said already, plus two fifty. Uh, I took two safe ones. Knock on wood. You know what I mean by safe? Uh, I took Decky uh, at minus one thirty five. I think his approach play, um, even with poor potting in this field, I feel like he should be able to contend and, and at least get me a top twenty. Uh, and then Sunjay felt like I, I almost wanted to bet him outright. I, I had a twenty two on him. <sighs> I don't know. I was debating between him and Morikawa. Uh, so I just took him top 20. I took him top 10. Uh, Sanjay in his top 10 as well. So those are, that's my only top 10. Though. Okay. All right. I also have the Sanjay top 20. Uh, you know, he kind of showed a little bit last week. I, I'm not sure what the hell happened after Korea. Maybe he's starting to shake that off a little bit. This should be a golf course. Should be good for him. I mean, he has a top 10 here. One in a place like Summerlin. Where you go to like Kapalua. Go to Kays Valley. A bunch of other birdie fests there too. So... Uh, I like Sanjay and then uh, Max Homa top 20. I think he's going to have a solid finish. I think you uh, are just bitter about the fact that he is sitting uh, one spot ahead of Keegan. Yeah. And uh, he's not going to be there after this weekend, sir. You'll see. Okay. Well, maybe that's because Homa finishes ninth and Keegan finishes eighth and then they overtake each other. I don't know. So, however the hell the Ryder Cup points. (laughs) So, uh, all right. So, just some other stuff too. Listen, as last show for a while, kind of expand the card a little bit, trying to jam as many of my guys I can for uh, this tournament. So, backing up the outright with Steven Yeager, top 30 plus 140 for all the reasons I said before. Uh, even if he doesn't win, I think this is a good golf course for him. I've seen enough lately where uh, I feel like he's hit a lot of ceilings, uh, showings in some different areas. And if he can all kind of put it together, 
maybe it'll be a, uh, a decent finish. And then top 40s. Got to get my boy Ludwig on the card. Plus 115 for a top 40 for him. Love that dude. Uh, Henrik Stenson is out. Ludwig is in. Is my favorite Swedish <laughs> uh, boy toy that I love. So I'll have him for the next 25 years. It'll be great. Uh, Brandon Wu, as I just mentioned, top 40 at him, plus 140. I understand that the bent poet putting is not that good, but he's shown some spike weeks in putting in general lately, so that's encouraging for me. Pretty decent uh, birdie rates as well. Uh, pretty good in some other comp courses I looked at. So Brandon Wu, top 40, plus 140 there. I don't love the fact that Mark Hubbard is so chalky in DFS, and then I have going to the top 40 on him, but he's just really good at these types of courses. He's got a T12 here. Pretty good in some other types of tracks. He's been finishing a lot in the top 40 lately. I think like five of his last eight tournaments have been inside the top 40. I'm getting plus 150 on that. Uh, Nate Lashley, going back to well with him. He hit his irons pretty good last week. Just didn't putt very well. He's a good putter in general, especially on Bet Poa. So maybe he can bounce back for a top 40 plus 180. Uh, Carson Young, I uh, found plus 220 for a top 40. Oh, so I'm oh yeah, that's nice. That. Yeah, I figured why not? Uh, I'm going to be getting 15 texts a day about Carson Young. Might as well actually have a bet on him if I'm going to receive. Yeah, it. listen, uh, if you guys updates, there is. Carson. I mean, <laughs> I worry about our producer's health if something happens to Carson Young, and I just feel bad for like whatever girl he was interested in, like high school. Like he was like must have been like insane stalker, like. I know he's been with his old lady forever, so I don't know if it was just like he tied her up and kidnapped her in the trunk and like made notes every day and like followed her to the house and held the radio up like old school style. And like she just finally, I don't know, was, was, was chloroformed into marrying him. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but once he becomes obsessed with you, it is uh, it is full Wesley Snipes and uh, and Robert De Niro, the fan style. Yeah, see, I was feel I was thinking it was more Mark Wahlberg, Cape Fear uh, level of uh, obsession. Oh. With yeah, Carson yeah. Young at this point, because you know they uh, they got together and it got great, it's but true. then uh, Mark Wahlberg kind of turned a little violent. Uh, just the death. Just yeah, the just, just the Wahlberg. Death. Wahlberg, by the way, and I'm sure Wasp again agree with me in this chat. Wahlberg is the worst Bostonian fucking ever. Like scumbag, absolute scumbag. Hate Mac Wahlberg. Donnie's fine. Uh, the hamburger guy's okay, but Mac Wahlberg, complete fucking dick. Mark Wahlberg stinks. We, we we agree there. All right. Stinks. Um, and then Harry Hall, top 40 plus 240. Great birdie mm -hmm. rates. Great okay. wedge player. Really good to these types of events. So just go with my guy. Add him this week in my season-long uh, team. By the way, Ludwig apparently was available in our league. I'm not sure how the hell that happened. And how the hell Dude, I, I don't know how him, I missed him. Yeah, I missed him. I took fucking Harry Hall instead because I'm lazy. I had to stop scrolling. And you know what's funny? I saw Kenny Kim on Twitter today being like, I went looking for Ludwig and fucking Steve got him. And so and then Tybo said the same thing. So like you snaked him from like all of us. I was too stupid to realize he was farther down on the list. Like I was like, oh fuck it. He must be gone. Well, the, the the bad thing about how they categorize it is it's based on total points, not points yeah, yeah. per game. Yeah, so exactly. I missed him too. And then I clicked that little button. I'm like, oh, there's Ludwig. So I didn't expect that I would actually get him, but Apparently, no one go. else picked them up, so did that. All right. Um, do you have any other tournament props for uh, this event, or can I just go with my stupid throw-your-money-away uh, made-cut parlay? Yeah, let's fucking go. All right. So why not? Let's have a little fun with this. Ten guys. Let's go with Morikawa, <laughs> Sungjae, Hideki, yeah. Homa, Jaeger, Ludwig, Akrote, because it would be funny if Acro busted when everybody's on him. Like, that's the one guy that blows it. So I, I want to include him. 
Yep. Hadwin, Straka, Brandon Wu, 23 to 1. That's 11 guys, isn't it? It's 10 guys. How much? 23 to 1? 23 to 1. Huh? Listen, throw a unit uh, on it and see what happens. 20, yeah, throw, yeah, throw 20 bucks on it and see what happens. There you go. So There's right. like five guys in there. We're going to bust it, though. All right, so which which guys are going to bust it then? Homa, number one. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna eject on Thursday. It's uh, it's it's, it's definitely gonna be Akroat. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's uber chill. Twenty eight percent Akroat is probably gonna be miscut. Oh yeah, not only that, like what is number open at and got steamed down to fucking like thirty or thirty five? Is that now? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow in the uh, the final thoughts show. His number went down a lot. It's fucking insane. Yeah, coward, coward books. I wish the circuit would be in every state. So we well, actually, on Fanduel, he opened at thirty-three, which <laughs> yeah, is nuts. Which is crazy. Cowards. The cowards, anyway. Yeah. Um. Um. So. All right. So you think Holman? Yeah, I think so too. But you know what? Why not? We'll see what happens. So yeah. All right. Uh, British Masters. Yes. You have a couple of bets. Yeah, I'm taking Moronk because he's good, uh, and it's sixteen to one. And yeah. then remember Jordan Smith? Of course, I remember Jordan Smith. Yeah, yeah. So I forgot about him until I saw Bearhoff was betting him, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I used him in DFS last year a few times." And he was yeah, twenty-two to one. Yeah, the Scottish Open when I recommended him, and I think he missed the cut by eight. That sounds correct. That sounds yeah. correct. But whatever. I just I'm just tailing Bearhoff's two of Bearhoff's picks, just two of the lower guys, and then uh, I'll see what a uh, couple two other guys put out. I'll see if I add anything to it. Okay. All right, we are going to do a quick live Valderrama preview. So. Yeah. Valderrama Golf Club. Oh, uh, real quick, can I can I ask if you've heard about this yet? You see that the uh, President's Cup's going back to Australia. I did not. Row Melbourne. Yeah, I don't know if it's Melbourne. I'll pull it up while you while okay. you talk. I'll pull it up. Well, that um, well that would be sweet. That's awesome. I mean, not great for our sleep schedules, but yeah, uh, that would be sleep sweet. already. You can sleep when yeah. you're dead. I almost died, so I don't want to sleep. That is true. I actually had my newborn kid around that time, so I was perfectly happy staying up till three in the morning and watching the uh, the President's Cup as uh, and getting really mad at my TV for the first like two days as the U.S. is <clears throat> awful for him. Uh, all right, so Valderrama. So this is a Robert Trent Jones design, really short, sixty nine hundred yards. Honestly, it's kind of a bad golf course. They call it the Augusta National of Spain. It's it's pretty terrible. Like literally, it is just tight tree-lined, short, small greens. There's some decent undulations to the property, though, but basically what I did was I looked at a couple other golf courses that have some Robert Trent Jones in them because, honestly, if you play one Robert Trent Jones, they're kind of all the same. So Silverado had some Robert Trent Jones in it. Detroit Golf Club got some Robert Trent Jones in it. Wilmington Country Club, a little bit of Robert Trent Jones in that, too. Um, I also looked at Harbortown too. Honestly, if you can probably play well at Harbortown, you can play well at this place. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick won at Valderrama, uh, I think two years ago. He's won at Harbortown. So I got some uh, Harbortown, Robert Trent Jones style um, connections to my lib bets this week. So you, okay. said you, only, you said you only had one though, right? Yep. All right. So take a, you, who'd take you a stab. Okay. So who so who'd, who'd you bet? Yeah, take a stab at who I bet. Take a wild guess. Uh, Cam Smith. There you go. Cam Smith, 8 1. And it's going back to uh, Kingston Heath. It's in Melbourne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that, that's, that's a good Australian uh, golf course. I, all right. I support that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Cam Smith's going to win something. I'm betting him at the fucking Open again. And he almost, he almost, man, he, he was sniffing. He was sniffing. He's, I think he's going to cash the Open. Hmm. 
Okay. All right. We'll see about that. Um, all right. So the guys, I bet, I mean, listen, I noticed with some of these winners of live, it smells fishy. Smells like it's a little rigged sometimes. What? I know. I know. What? Go figure. Right. I mean, I think there's a reason why all the, uh, you know, upstanding books, the legal books won't offer live bets uh, in a lot of States. So, um, let's, Let's, let's let's maybe not upstanding. Okay, let's go with no. They're not. They're actually they're actually fucking, these guys are wor- they're crooks. Yeah, they're worse criminals. Yeah, they're worse criminals than fucking Vito and Vinny who ran it fucking thirty yeah. years ago, offering no boosts that lose and can't miss fucking locks and gosh. parlays and all that stuff. So yeah. I'm going to take the cheese and take I think three time winner at Valderrama. Uh, yes, three time winner uh, Sergio Garcia twelve to one. I know it's terrible odds, but if Sergio's ever going to really do well in one of these events. And he's been actually okay. Uh, you know, he finished second in Singapore, you know, 27th at the U.S. Open. So decent finish for him. It seems like he's actually serious about golf now, too. He's actually going to an open championship qualifier after this tournament. So is he? he is. So the guy okay. isn't cooked. He's not just mailing it in like a couple other guys who are going to appear on my betting card a little later on. Might yeah. be doing. So I'll take the cheese of Sir Garcia, 12 to 1. You know, decent Harbor Town as well. Uh, so I'll take that. Uh, and then why don't we okay. go with his protege, uh, Joaquin Neiman? 20 to 1, always believe in the talent. You know, he was okay at the US Open, but you know, really good finish at Wilmington. That's a Robert Trent Jones. I think he's got a top 10 at Silverado. That's a Robert Trent Jones. Top 10s at Harbor Town. Um, Robert Trent Jones, top 10s at uh Detroit Golf Club, too. So think he kind of can handle these tight tree lines, shorter places. Yeah. Uh, and I just believe in the kid's talent. So 21 to Rocky, Joaquin Neiman. Uh, this right. is gross. And this is a guy you hate. Mm. Short tree lined 6,900 bucks. Don't need to hit driver. Kevin, uh, 45 to one. Oh, fuck off, dude. Kevin, Nas sucks. And he's he a does, terrible human he being. He does suck, but he, he is a terrible human being. But terrible human beings tend to win on, on live events. <laughs> and, I mean, really good at Harbortown. He's got a couple of finish, good finishes at Silverado. Um, he's, he got an eighth place finish at D.C., eighth in Tucson. So he's not totally dead on the live tour. So... And look, I mean, like if Danny Lee can win a live event, I mean, Kevin Nock can win a live event. I mean, that's and a golf course, I think it's a decent match for him. Fine. And then how about 110 to 1 on uh, Graham McDowell, former winner of Harbortown, former winner of Valderrama. Uh, I think he finished yeah. 13th in Australia. He's had a couple okay finishes. He finished third at some random Indonesian event last year, too. So he's not totally yeah. dead. His restaurant, um, his restaurant here in Ponte Vedra is the balls. So yeah, I love okay. some Graham McDowell. I go, like they, they serve really good uh, prime rib on Fridays, make exquisite fucking old fashions, have like random good cheesecake, and uh, they make a, a mean prime rib as well. So yeah, well, there you go. Then why are you join me on uh, Graham McDowell then? If you if you yeah, really fuck it. I'll that do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, 13th in Mayakoba, and I think if you can do well in Mayakoba, you probably can do well at this place too. So, uh, and then my matchup going right back to Graham McDowell, uh, plus 100 over Lee Westwood. I just talked about a guy who seems like he just is <laughs> yeah. kind of retired and mailing yeah. it in. Uh, that is Lee Westwood, pretty much his entire tenure on live, uh, not even trying to attempt to go for the open. Uh, same with, uh, Ian Poulter, by the way. So he doesn't seem like he's really interested in playing golf anymore. His last result, his last four results on live. 
36th, withdraw, 39th, 36th. His highest finish on live is 20th this year. Nice. That is a dude who doesn't seem like he's very interested in playing golf anymore. I would, I would agree. I would agree with that. Uh, yeah, I like it. And yeah, Wasp, uh, I, yeah, I definitely need a real book by Living Florida, so that's a fucking problem. Uh, I don't know if I'm making it to the Cape this summer, but if I do, I'll definitely uh, hit you. Just hit me up on Twitter. Just uh, okay. get me on Twitter. There you go. Love the comments, American Wasp. Appreciate it, buddy. You always come in. Uh, <laughs> well, I won't be here, but uh, when I get back, I'd love to uh, do a lot more interactions on you, uh, you know, during the uh, the show here. So thank yeah. you for it. Only it only time. it only slightly irritates them when other people derail them, not just me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, we'll have one more show tomorrow. Uh, I won't oh, be yeah, unless my wife goes that. into labor. But then after that, I'll be gone. But uh, yeah, you got anything else before we uh, get out of here? No, that's it. I'll do my first round leaders tomorrow. Um, Are you? Because you've said you've been doing first round leader videos, and I haven't seen any uh, show. Up I did. On did video. I do one last week? No, you week. didn't. People are pining for them. Okay, no one's pining for them. The uh, but yes. Uh, what are you talking? About? What are you? Okay, I don't like that shit. That shit attitude right there. You are the first round leader king. I know. Okay, I know. I know. you got these claws, and you gotta know what to do with them. Man, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I don't want the I don't want the PG thirteen Boston camper. I want the guy the red right. Boston camper. Fine, okay? fine, fine. Let's go. Fine. All right. I'll have I'll have, I'll probably have like I I eyeing up like four or five guys. Um, I started pulling up two times earlier and then my kids shit to do. Uh, but yeah, so fuck. Yeah. I'll, bring, I'll have my first round leader tomorrow and then we'll do, uh, the, f- the fucking reaction last final thoughts video tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's All right. It. We'll see you tomorrow night then. See you tomorrow night. Fuckers. Later. Later.